Welcome back, everyone. This is Thomas Talks, your weekly podcast. And for this week, I'm going to have a, a guest uh, every day or almost every day to talk about the Olympics for that day because, you know, it only happens every four years. And today I have the one and only Timur. How's it going? Glad to be back. Uh, and we were talked about this, I think, the first time you were on. And it was about the USA men's basketball and how it was going to be an absolute easy gold medal. Do you remember talking about that? Yeah, I do. And I think we might have been wrong about that one, Thomas. We were, we were way off. They have lost to Nigeria, uh, Australia, and now France. And that's, I mean, that's not what you expect from the they're, American team. They're one in three so far. Oh, my gosh. Who, wait, who'd they went to? Is it Spain? Um, I think so, maybe. Yeah. I I, I'm not sure. They lost uh, 83 to 76 to France. And this is the part that's kind of crazy to me. I don't know if it's chemistry or, or if they're not trying or, or, you know, jet lag. But Durant, Lillard, and Booker, three of, like, you know, probably – I mean, at least Durant and Booker, some of the best players ever to play, scored less than all of them combined, scored less than Evan Froyer on the French team. Yeah. Um, now, Booker, he has an excuse because he arrived in Tokyo just that morning. So okay. he, he has an excuse. He arrived with uh, Chris Milton and Drew Holiday, and Drew Holiday was the lean scorer in the game with 28 points. Yeah, that's crazy. That's If they, if they don't even medal... Oh, that, 18, my bad. 18, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, this is actually the first time they lost since 2004. And so, it was to France last time they lost, too. Dang. France, I guess France must be good. But I, I know Luka Doncic pull, put... Slovenia. Yeah. 80, 48 points, 11 40, boards. That's insane. He's, he's going to be something great. Uh, I promise. After looking after the U.S. losing a game and how Luca played, you got to see Slovenia's chances rising here. Yeah, and if he won a gold medal for Slovenia, that that would be an all-time victory. That would be a story. That'd be a big story. Um, Matthew Centrowitz is getting ready. I don't know if you know that name, but he's a miler or like a fifteen hundred meter runner, which is just a little bit less than a mile. And he ran the mile in 349 uh, to get ready for this event. And uh, that puts him fifth all-time American. And that was just getting ready for the 1500. Oh, geez, that's terrifying. Yeah. He's, you know, that's going to be a really, really quick race. And we have a lot of uh, American athletes that might win it. Like, there's Cole Hawker. He's, like, 19 years old running. Could you imagine if he beats, you know, everybody there? But That's terrifying. Yeah. They- I gotta think that ha- that that time has to have him favorited for the Olympics. Oh yeah, and you you gotta think during warmth. You're not even trying to go all out. Gold medal, you got the adrenaline. Yep. Now, granted, there's no fans at the Olympics because of COVID, Ooh. so there might not be as much adrenaline. But still, you gotta have some adrenaline pumping just from that. So I I guarantee his time will go up just from the preliminaries to now. Definitely, that'd be insane. I'm pretty sure that our our four by one team got gold, but that's kind of expected. But it'd be crazy if we got like you know a somewhat distance event gold oh, for yeah. America, especially considering some of those African teams, Jamaican teams that ju- just breed runners. Yep, uh, that's what they do. Kenya, they it's just insane. Um, have you heard about the the Olympic cardboard beds? Yes, I I, I, I think it's so odd. I you know I don't know how good of cardboard it is but like if you're a bed wetter like because that's a thing that's a thing people wet the bed 
you know, could, is, is the bed going to fall apart? I, I didn't think about that aspect, but that's very interesting. Especially, like, a night before a big game when you're trying to hydrate. I mean... Yeah. I mean, and, and you're in a different country. You know, you might be scared or overwhelmed. I mean, there's, like, a 14-year-old diving kid going there. You know, he might be a little scared. He might be you know, nervous. Well, they said the reason for it was, well, at least what the athletes think, is to prevent um, some relationships between the athletes. Yeah. Now, granted... I don't think that should be the Olympics business to try to stop, but yeah. Um, and and there's there's like bigger sized people like uh, Olympic shot putters. Oh yeah, I mean they're massive. You know the the basketball players. Yeah, how yeah, are they seven footer on a cardboard bed? They got a twin sized bed. They're gonna break the bed. Their feet are gonna hang off. Heck, if I get on a cardboard box, the box is gonna crumble. Probably. I'm six five two thirty. Yeah, that's. I don't know how that's gonna play out. I mean, I haven't heard of anything breaking yet, but maybe it's a little bit harder of uh, a cardboard than we think. Oh yeah, I mean, it, it's the Olympics, so they probably test this out, and everything. Yeah, it might also be like a money move, like because cardboard beds don't don't cost nothing. Yeah, I mean recycled. Yeah, that's true. Um, there, have you seen the Olympic video game? Uh, what are we talking about? Like Mario and Sonic's Olympic no, 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 games? No. It's it's like completely just for the Olympics, and it's on like pretty much everything, and it is so unrealistic. Like you can have like like the super fat dad bod, like no hair. Like you can create like any type of build, and it'd be like a cartoon, and he could win the one hundred. That's weird. It's it's kind of weird. I kind of like it though, cause it kind of it's more realistic than like the Sonic, like yeah. you know. Now, I grew up on those games, so I, yeah. I remember playing those games for hours and always wanting them right before the Olympics happened and playing yeah. them all the time. I loved it. I think it's definitely good to, to raise some, uh, some you know, anticipation and some fun for the Olympics. That's definitely a good yeah, idea. Especially in kids, too. Definitely, because, I mean, it's going to be around probably forever. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, Jakob Ingebrigtsen, I don't know if you know this name, but he's a runner. Um, he's also very, very young. I'm not sure how young, but he's the only athlete that's going to run the 1,500 meters, so just a little less than a mile, and the 5,000. So that's kind of an oh, impressive geez. feat. Like, he's, he, could, he could win both. That's a big difference, too, between 1,500 and 5,000 meters. Yeah. That's a big difference. That's going to be That's going to be tough. And here's the thing that's that's really tough because you're in the Olympic, you're the top of the top. So on on the second, um, April second, I think uh, he has the fifteen hundred meter heat, and then April third he has the five thousand meter heat, and then April fifth he has the fifteen semis, April sixth he has the five thousand final, April seventh he has the uh, fifteen final. That's a busy schedule. That's but I'm I mean, sure. With his training, he's been trained for this and was, I mean, I don't know how early in advance the schedule comes out, but I can imagine that he had some notes so he could train for it. Definitely, but that's, I mean... That is definitely a thing. I would think your legs would just be so sore after one event, let yeah. alone day, multiple days of different events. He's racing the 1500 one day, next day he's racing the 5000, gets a day off, that's his only day off, and then the next day he's racing the 15, uh, 1500... And then racing the six thousand the next day, and then racing the seven thousand, and not there, not that uh, the fifteen thousand, fifteen hundred. Sorry, the next day. So that's just that's such a packed schedule. Oh yeah, 
He's the only athlete doing it. He so. will not get any time to enjoy Tokyo. That is for sure. That is true. Yeah, that's that's gonna be very interesting. It'd be cool if he won both. Oh, oh, for sure. That would, that would be a miraculous feat. Everyone talks about like the double being the five thousand meter, which is like you know three point one miles, and the ten thousand meter, which is six point two. Yeah. They saw talk about that double, but it'd be it'd be cool to have a. a a different double like to that. be fair swimmers also do this like michael phelps won That's hit true. and won all his medals in doing multiple events like this so it, it for running it's obviously different than swimming but yeah. still but we have some comparable events to this definitely yeah actually katie ledecky um a, a seasoned uh I've heard of her. yes yeah. yeah you've heard of her yeah. So yeah oh yeah uh she just lost she got silver in the 400 meter freestyle her first time not winning gold for a solo event. Oh, wow. She, she's insane. Uh, I think this is probably going to be one of her last years because she's getting a little older, I think. Oh, yeah. But uh, that's, that's kind of crazy. I think she's been to like two, at least two Olympics. This has got to be her third. And it's her first time not winning gold. Yeah. yeah. Swimmer, our swimmers are decorated. I'll say that. Oh, very true. Um, now, here's where I get to my conspiracy theory. Uh, do you believe in conspiracy theories sometimes? Uh, sometimes, yeah. So, um, I think Tokyo is a big claim, but I think Tokyo is forging false positives so their best athletes can't run. Can't run, can't participate. Because John Ram, uh, a golfer from Spain, and Bryson DeChambeau have both withdrawn because they've tested positive. And I'm not too sure about the Bryson DeChambeau side of things, but John Ram uh, claims he's gotten vaccinated. He says it multiple times, like he's gotten vaccinated. He promises he's gotten vaccinated. And then within the two weeks after that, he had a golf tournament and tested positive then. So he had to back out of that. But still, he is vaccinated. And that one, he, the golf event earlier, I think it was U.S. Open. I'm not sure, though. Yeah. But he was six strokes in the lead. Med yep. And he was... He was basically could have just mailed in Sunday. Here you go. I'm just going to be average, and I'm still going to win. Yeah, he was winning by six strokes, and then he, he tested positive, so he had to withdraw. And you're probably missing out on, I mean, $500,000. Like Maybe more. Yeah, because who, who, uh, who just won the, the big golf of that? Oh, I know. I watched it. Uh, oh, he, it was um, Morikawa. Yeah. yeah. He won like $30 million. 30 million plus, yeah. you know, endorsements and this and that. So yeah, he probably could have been could have been drowning in some money, but uh, they took him out because he tested positive, which was probably a ah, that one might have been a true positive. But now John Ram was taken out of the Olympics because of he tested positive and he's vaccinated. And this was 2 weeks after he already tested yeah. positive. That's very interesting cuz I mean I I would think at least one of those he'd actually be tested positive because there are vaccinated people that are testing positive. But yeah. two within two weeks is a little sus. I think one yeah. of those was a false. Not it, sure which. It has to be. And, you know, it's probably just like, you know, I heard the, the number like 30% uh, are false positives. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, how crazy is that? That, you know, I don't know. Maybe that's that's kind of a crazy time to like – I have a cheating scandal where you, you forge false positives. I would personally like to believe for the sake of the games that Definitely. Tokyo is not trying to make false positives. 
Okay, that's fair. Because Tokyo has the bad Delta variant right now. That's why they changed it to no fans. Yeah. So if I if I were thinking that one, it could have been that two weeks ago John Rom got the uh, normal COVID that we had, and then this time got the Delta variant. That that's entirely possible, and they could be two po- legit positive just of different variants. But that's true. It's it's very weird timing too. Uh, this be would fair. be this would be actually the first uh, medal for Spain in golf in the Olympics. Oh wow! So, I mean, you know, that's he maybe not have won, but uh, that is unfortunate. And we're also Bryson DeChambeau had to had to back out. With DeChambeau's him. had two hit last week. He had the trouble with his driver. He got in trouble with his um the company that makes his gloves. He got in trouble with them for saying bad things about his clubs. So now going on this, he, he's both of these guys have just had just a struggle, struggling yeah. two weeks. Yeah, that's definitely definitely a tough spot to be for Bryson. He just lost his caddy, didn't he? He just yeah, his caddy like resigned or something like that because uh, Bryson takes very very long to play and no one really likes him his play style. Oh yeah. But, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as as a fan watching him, you know, it's just how low can he go. And he can go low sometimes. So I guess that's just – that's the side we see. So I like it. But Bryson, De, Bryson DeChambeau is like a worse Tiger Woods. He's just a guy when he's on, you kind of got to watch him. That's He's just true. somebody that just cat, controls the audience and the screen and you just want to watch him for what he can do. That's definitely true. Um I think that's going to wrap up our Olympic talk. This has been the weekend plus Monday uh, of, of the Olympics. We'll keep you guys posted on what happens next. Uh, welcome back for the second day of the week. Uh, again, I'm with Timur. He's uh, headed off to a, uh, a baseball tournament in Kentucky tomorrow, so had to get the last two days, or uh, his last two days, uh, a couple more days for me. Had to get it in with him, but... Um, the first thing we're going to talk about is uh, Simone Biles drops out of all, all of her team event, all team events. Big news, big news. Yeah. Everyone knows Simone Biles as one of the best gymnasts, female gymnasts probably ever. Um, and she said uh, she's not in the right uh, headset or state of mind. Uh, and I actually saw something that said, like, you know, she stumbled and messed up in, like, three different spots. So that she's just kind of like messed up in her, you know, in her mind. She, she's, I think she's in her head. And I, I, I agree. It's, but what's really odd is that it would seem like a first time Olympic thing to be in your head. Yeah. Some the jitters. This is what I think her second or third Olympics, which makes it even more surprising. Yeah, she even had a tweet though. She kind of gets it. She's like, you know, um, you know, I'm kind of messing up, and it shouldn't be me. But, you know, it's the Olympics. You know, what, what can you expect? You're going to be a little jittery. Right. Um, she, she, I'm trying to think. I lost my train of thought. And this, people have said this before, and I don't, I don't totally agree with this. People are saying it's, it's an out. Like, if she kind of, like, quit, she could have lost, like, brand deals and sponsorships. Right. Right. But in, instead, if she played it off as an injury or, or like, a, a not right of state of mind, then she can't really lose any of that. I don't truly agree with that because it's, I think, you know, it's the Olympics. It's the big, it's the big stage. All right. And as a competitor, obviously, being, uh, both of us being athletes, you want to go out there and do your best. Yeah. And, but the most important thing, bar none, is winning as a team. 
because Definitely. that's what you're going to bring back home to your country. So I think she just views this as she's messing up. She essentially thinks that she doesn't deserve her spot on the team event. Yeah. So somebody needs to take her place. Yeah, I agree. They uh, they actually ended up getting silver, which isn't that bad. Like you know, maybe could have gotten gold, but they got silver. I mean, it wasn't their expectation going into this was get gold. Was yeah. to get gold. Yeah. U.S. gymnastics has been killer the last I don't know, my lifetime. Yeah. As far as far as I remember, U.S. has been killer. So to get silver is honestly. I mean, second place is nothing to sneeze at, but yeah. with our expectations, it is a little bit lower than we expected. Definitely. Uh, the good news is she's still, you know, it's a little hesitant, but she might compete in the solo events. Right. Uh, that would be good news. And she is being a good good teammate, and is that all, all the team stuff is still cheering her teammates on, which is a good sign. It's not, Definitely. It's not what a, most quitters would do. She's right there in it. She wants the team to win. Yeah, she's not like salty or anything. Right. Uh, United States softball. Unfortunately, they lose in the in the gold medal game, two zero against Japan, uh, and Japan gets the gold. Well, That's... baseball is my specialty. So yeah. going into us, I was thinking Japan, U.S., Puerto Rico, Dominican. That they should all be competing for that gold. And Tok, I think it's good that Japan. Won it for the for the sport in uh, for the Olympic sport of softball because Japan hosted and it was its first year. Softball and baseball were both brought back for Japan because of how much that these sports mean to them. So I think it is a good thing that Japan won. Obviously, I'd love for the U.S. to win, and hopefully, men's baseball can too. Hopefully, men's baseball can win. They're going to have much stiffer competition. I think softball will, but. I mean, I, I enjoyed it being back, and I, was, I thought it was fun to watch, especially with Team USA softball's walk-off home run to get to the medal game. Definitely. That was crazy. Uh, it's actually kind of crazy that it, the, the, in 2008 was the last Olympics that had softball, and that game um, was against Japan and the U.S., yep. and... Uh, I believe Japan won, and then it's crazy. The day, uh, the next, you know, couple of years, it comes back. Then the USA is back at it and is able uh, is able to be up there again with Japan, which is cool. Oh yeah, um, I'm, like, like I said, I'm super excited for baseball, for Olympic baseball. I mean, there's not that many MLB players playing for Team USA. There's Todd Frazier, the Todd father, won. Uh, I think it was the 2014 home run derby in Cincinnati. And then it is um, oh, pitcher. He pitched for so many teams. I can picture his face, but he he did. He threw a no hitter with the. Oh, he's played for so many teams. I can't remember what team he is. But he threw a no hitter in the early two thousand ten. So yeah, but he he is he's a journeyman and will provide good veteran leadership for the team. Definitely. Do you know if they have a good shot of winning it at all? It'll, it'll be tough. I think Japan's obviously obviously their own favorite. Yeah. Japan Japan's baseball program has brought us players like Ichiro Suzuki. The he has the most hits out of anybody in the history of baseball professionally. That's including Japan's major major league, um, yeah, league and uh, the MLB. And then they also have um, the next Babe Ruth Shohei Otani that's killing the major leagues right now. Yep. 
Uh, if I ever go on like Instagram, Sports Center always has a video. Something, something uh, uh, the Otani guy's doing. He's he's insane. Well, I'll be impressed if I ever meet somebody that can hit a 500 foot home run and throw a ball 100 miles an hour. Yeah, that'd be insane. Uh, a sport that I actually I did not know about. Uh, I don't know much about it, but uh, there's a 3v3 basketball tournament, like in the Olympics. Yes, I've seen some of this. I've seen clips. It's interesting. It doesn't have the Olympic sport feel to me. Yeah. But, I mean, it's kind of like sand volleyball compared to normal volleyball. That's exactly what I was they, thinking about. I think what the most interesting part is they even play it outdoors. So it gives it, like, yeah. a street ball feel, which I, I really like. I, I've enjoyed watching the little that I have watched of it. Definitely. I want to watch a game of that because I wonder how, like, how strategy comes into play for oh, yeah. for that. I, I, I don't know if the men have already played played any for the 3v3 but the women i i know they won the what i from what i've seen like yeah. they haven't won any medals from it but i know they've won a couple games so yeah i'm interested interested to hear who's playing on those teams like if those are nba players WNBA players that didn't make the full team roster or if it's like college kids or even street ball players because some street ball players are better than nba players yeah that would honestly be, like, you know, in a perfect situation, you know, if there was, like, a million-dollar tournament, I would love to see, like, you know, just crazy combinations of players, like crazy street ballers or, like, go, go up against LeBron, Curry, or... Oh, that'd know, be so cool. Booker, you know, all, the, all these NBA guys. Well, I don't know if the league is still in existence anymore, but Ice Cube had a league that was on Fox that I would, I would always watch. It was called the Big Three, and it was retired NBA players and... um Basically, um, uh, other guys that were just decent basketball at an older age. Excuse me, yeah. older age, so they wouldn't, so they weren't in the league, couldn't make the league, but they were still competitive, and those games were very interesting. Yeah, um, this is actually it's it's not a conspiracy theory because we just talked before this, and I figured it out. But Japan in 2016 got 12 gold medals, uh, so that's decent, and then. In 2021-2020 Olympics, because people have been calling it 2020 Olympics, they have 10 gold medals already, and it's like we barely even started. I think this is day, going into day five, right? I, I believe so, day five. Um, and that's just kind of crazy. Uh, I wonder if illegal activity might happen or is happening, but I think Tyler has the answer for us. Yeah, so I really don't think illegal activity is happening here. There, I don't think there's no any metal swiping here going yeah. on. I think that when a when a hosting country obviously hosts, they get they don't have to compete in qualifiers. They have at least one team for each sport that gets to compete. So I don't know what sport Japan's not good at. Yeah, I mean, I there's shooting. only one NBA. NBA player from Japan, so I'm just going to say basketball. They automatically get a Japanese basketball team in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they won't be that good because Rui Achimura is their only NBA player, but they have a, they have a team that can compete. There's a lot more fish in the pond when you can have a person in every single event that doesn't have to hit the Olympic qualifying number. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and you can have a bad person who's supposed to win can have a bad day you can have a good day it's that's that's the most interesting thing about sports it's one of the reasons i love sports definitely 
Uh, I gotta I gotta put you through the story bit really quick. Um, Kennedysa Bekele was a, an insane runner uh, back in his older days, back in the older days, and this is maybe a year ago. Uh, there was this race that everyone was looking forward to. Literally every single one. It was Kennedy Sibakele versus uh, Elliot Kipchoge. I know those sounded foreign names, but Elliot Kipchoge ran, uh, uh, you know, a time uh, assisted uh, sub two hour marathon, which would have been the world record if it was legal. He also had the world record, but Kennedy Sibakele was like one or two seconds short of it at like their prime, like at the same time and there was going to be a race where they run together and everyone was so hyped for it but Kennedy Sibakele dropped out so everyone like wanted to see these two rivals head-to-head go up against each other um and for the Olympics since the marathon is in the Olympics and uh we know Kipchoge's doing it we were, everyone was praying and hoping that Kennedy Sibakele would do it and we'd get this this final showdown of the two best marathoners ever to live but unfortunately, he was not selected. Kennedy Sabakela was not selected to be in the Olympic Games. That is unfortunate. That hurts. I mean, I don't watch running. I'm not a good runner. I have that. If you got two of the greatest players of all time going in any sport, I'll watch. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, it's unfortunate. I've talked about it before, but he's just been battling so many injuries. I'm assuming that's why he uh, uh, wasn't able to do it, but... Makes I just sense. I had to put you through that storybook. That was those were the good old days. I had a lot of fun back then. Um, our next topic actually is a, a big upset. Um, Lydia Jacobs in the hundred meter butterfly or not butterfly, sorry, breaststroke uh, wins gold, and she's from Alaska. First gold medal in first, Summer Olympics, I think. I'm not sure for at least for swimming it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. At least for that. swimming is because they have one fifth. One fifteen hundred meter pool in the entire state. Yeah, that's in the entire that's state. There's only one fifty meter pool in the entire entire state of Alaska, and this girl trains in it. I'm assuming she trains in it. I would think so. Um, but hundred meter breaststrokes. That's my event. That's my that's my favorite. So it's definitely cool to see America bring that that one home. I was watching that race, and she wasn't supposed to win either. There was a woman that was supposed to absolutely dominate, and she ended up getting uh, bronze. Yeah, the world record holder. Yeah, got, yeah, got bronze. Um, it was a cool scene to watch too, because the girl is only seventeen years old at that. Yeah. So she's she's the same age as me. I mean, Lulu wow. and Thomas, but same age as me. Yeah. And she had her whole high school that was the, there having a viewing party of her in the Olympics. Wow, that's crazy. That is insane. That's just crazy to think about. Like, that there could be, like, uh, you. If you went to the Olympics for anything, I don't know. Uh, that would just be insane. Uh, there's been a lot more younger people going to the Olympics, but... Uh, oh, yeah. I think with new technology, we're starting to be able to get people into a position where they can compete against the greatest players earlier definitely and it's kind of crazy because katie ledecky you know i think she was or even michael phelps we'll take michael phelps he was winning gold at the olympics when he was 14 years old yeah like i'm close to that age uh and that was all because of form all because of form that no one else had and this is the next michael phelps or katie ledecky because she's 17 she's gonna be there until she's you know 20 some 30 some maybe 
So it's, you know, first yeah. gold, but she I believe... She has a good at least 10 years of Olympics. Yeah, I believe she has many more years to come. But um, the Philippine... First Philippine gold medal ever. Uh, that's, that's a lot to digest. It was a, a weightlifter uh, who won it in the clean jerk. I can't explain to you a clean jerk. I'm not a big weight room guy. I'm cross. So a clean jerk is a normal clean from the floor. So basically go from the floor, pull it up, shrug, get it to your shoulders. And then from there, it's a push press and you're jumping into a lunge and dropping down okay. with the weight extended over your head. It, it, it's a hard lift to do. I, I, I've tried it before. I'm not very good at it. Yeah. <laughs> and for them to do that much weight is crazy. And I love watching the uh, Olympic lifters because yeah. they're freaks of nature. It's ridiculous how much weight. Definitely. I was watching the other night. They were deadlifting for 1,014 pounds. Oh, my gosh. It, it, it was ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. It's It's not only cool that she's the first one ever for the, the Philippines to get gold, but it's also cool that the government, I don't know if you knew this or not, but the government is giving her a house, a condo, and $660,000. Good for her. Like, holy cow. I mean, I, I, the government is taking care of their athletes that have basically made a name for themselves and their country on the international stage. I think that is a very fair uh, way to give them. Basically, I mean, house and everything, they're set for a while. I mean, and when they go back home, they'll be an instant legend. Definitely. That's, yeah, I know there was a guy for India that, that won it for the first time. And he, he was even like an international superstar there. Anytime anyone saw him, that he was just, everyone knew him. But that's going to be, that's, that's, I mean, that's a large sum of money. Yeah. Good, good for her, though. I'm, I'm, I'm glad for her and she gets to have all, all of this stuff. And she'll be living out the be, be, her best life possible. Yeah. I wish the United States... Uh, sponsored the Olympics for uh, United States. Very true. They don't, unfortunately, but it's, it, it's odd. But you know, we uh, we send teams there and we win golds, and it, we're proud of our country for how we perform. And uh, I'm glad that we have the ability to send people to compete in the Olympics. Definitely. Uh, our our last but final uh, topic subject is medal counts. Uh, I want you to guess, if you're going to put three countries in the top three, who do you got? Who do you got number number one? Number one? Yep. So, this is my train of thought here. I, I'm, I'm putting U.S. two and Japan three. That's what I got in my head. Okay. And, because I know, I would think U.S. has got to be top three. And we already said Japan's got ten, and that, that's all we talked about, how that was a lot. So, I'm going to put them three right underneath yep. the U.S. And I'm going to guess China because I know China won the first gold. Okay. And I think it was uh, shooting, in a rifle, women's shooting. Yeah. So I'm going to go out and say China first, U.S. second, and Japan third. That was pretty spot on. The only thing you missed is Japan is second and United States is third. Well, That's for gold medals. For... Um, for total medals, uh, United States is in first, Japan is in second, or sorry, China's in second, and Japan is in third. But 
I know United States is in third right now for gold medals, but I guarantee you by the end of this thing we'll be in first. And logistically that makes sense because China has the most, I think it's most or second most. I'm sorry, I don't know population counts. I know it's either them or India. Yeah. Uh, but they have a ton of people, and basic, and we are a, uh, a very wealthy nation that can uh, that breeds athletes per se, and um, I, we have a lot of athletes that can compete. So I figured it had it had to be us two at the top, and then Japan, as we talked about earlier, having all the opportunities. I figured they'd be three. Definitely, yeah, they're in there somewhere. Awesome, great guessing. Well, thank you for being on, and good luck at your, uh, your baseball tournament. Thank you for having me on, Thomas. I enjoyed it.